Hello and welcome to The Green Zone, our talk show that focuses on all things GBN sports in the current season. I'm your host, Aaron Marks, alongside Ryan Elliott. That's right, Aaron. Great to be here with you today to go over what's going on in GBN sports. This includes some great performances from GBN's tennis team on the court, but we will discuss a little more later on the show. This week, we'll be welcoming our reporter teams from girls tennis, cross country, volleyball, and girls swimming and diving. At the end of our show, we will highlight some big upcoming games and matches for our GBN teams with our Eye on the Spartan Schedule segment, as well as announcing all of our Green Star athletes for the week. First, Ryan, why don't we start, or more appropriately, jump in to our first GBN team, Girls Swim and Dive. Ryan is the beat reporter for the swimming and diving team. So, Ryan, first question I really just want to ask you here, how has the season gone so far for the Girls Swim and Dive team? Well, it's gone pretty It's gone pretty good. Uh, you know, they're two and two so far they've had a few like meets like that were more like solos for each of the players but overall as a team they're two and two uh they probably got to get it rolling a little bit here they're gonna the games are gonna pick up here for the Spartans yeah and then what's another thing we should expect in their upcoming meet tonight against Deerfield yeah well we should expect them they should probably take this you know I think they're probably the better team it would this is a big game because they need to get a good start here in the CSL South yeah, good to hear about that. Who's made a big impact early this season for them? Uh, there's been a few players, but one of them, uh, sophomore Sienna Wilson, she's jumped in and been one of their best players. Probably their number one swimmer so far, posting the best scores, getting the highest places in the meets. She's done a really nice job alongside uh, Rachel Kravstov, the returning senior. She's been really good and just always reliable for them. And then one last thing I'm going to ask you here. How important is winning these upcoming conference meets for the Spartans? It's really important because they got because if they don't take them here, they're going to fall behind in the bottom half of this conference. And I talked to Coach Schroeder a little while ago. He was telling me that their goal is to be in the top half, so getting off to a good start here would be huge. All right. Thank you for giving us that insight on the girls' swimming and diving team. Ryan, we will hit you back shortly after this commercial. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips that you plan in advance, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends for which you make a group chat three months before so that nobody or anything is missing? Or your daughter's first birthday party? You planned it with such dedication that instead of the first, it felt like our quince's the same way you plan each detail for those moments. Start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Protecting your family is the best plan you can make. Get started at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hello and welcome back. We will be joined here by our girls volleyball beat reporter, Aaron Marks. Welcome, Aaron. Thank you, even though we've been here. So I, I guess a little bit of a welcome, but, yeah. you know, we, we can roll with that. How has the season gone so far for the team? Well, the season, it would not be an understatement to say it's been a bit of a roller coaster. They've had their ups. They've had their downs. Season started off good, winning two games in a row. They hit a little bit of a cold spell. The record set at 3-7, and seven, but since then, it's been a little bit of up, a little bit of down, but overall for a young team, this isn't the most surprising 
thing to see, but I, I would say a roller coaster is the one way to describe this season for the Spartans thus far. But they've had their share of ups and downs, do not get me wrong. That's interesting. Uh, so who have been their key leaders to start the season? One leader I really want to just start off by saying is Brianna Owen. Brianna is committed to play Division Three volleyball, and she has been their offensive power thus far for the Spartans. She does the majority of their hitting, and she's a great vocal leader on the floor. And even past Brianna, like I said, they were a young team, but they still have a lot of good senior leaders on this team. Vanessa and Olivia Stashelik, Jenna Mitter, Grace Gertner, Anna Zinal, they all play their roles for this team, and their senior leadership is unmatched, and that's a great thing to have with being a young team filled with a lot of sophomores and juniors. So it's a good thing to see that they have these key leaders that can really play a part on this team. Well, we see here that they had a match against Libertyville the other day. What is one thing to take away from that match? One thing to take away from that match was the adjustment they made after getting beat pretty badly in game one to what they did game two. Coach Cam had talked to them in the huddle. It was probably more so about being more aggressive, being more aggressive on blocks and really setting yourself out to be in a good chance. Despite losing the second game and losing the match in two games, that second game, the Spartans showed a lot more as they really hung with them where they hadn't as much for the first game. And that had been a thing all season. They hadn't played great first GBS, I want to say two weeks ago. And the Libertyville, I would argue they might be a better team than GBS was, but the improvement that we've seen from the Spartans over these past couple weeks has been really meaningful. Yeah, and they have an upcoming match against New Trier, which is a big conference match for them. What is important coming into this match for them? What's really going to be important is seeing if they can do the little things to come out and win this game. I spoke with Coach Kim earlier today. She said it's not going to be easy, but you have to keep in mind that if you're a team that's sitting 2-4 and four in conference, you need to do everything that you can to get yourself back on track because if they can come or go, if New Trier comes in and we beat them, as we lost to them 2 nothing earlier on the road in the season. If they can pull out and win that game, that could be a massive boost for the Spartans. And it'd be, it'd be important to get a good win like that at home against a team that's really a highly touted team in the state. Well, thank you, Marin, for telling us a little bit about the volleyball team. No problem. We will get right back to you guys after another short promo wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control you know you could hit pause when you needed to or hit rewind like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest Uh-oh. or that time you forgot to roll up your windows in the car wash fantastic yeah a remote control would have come in handy then well life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes like managing your weight, getting active, stopping smoking, and eating healthier, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. It's easy to learn your risk. Take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Life doesn't come with a remote control. So you're on your own with the wasps. You have the power to take control of pre-diabetes. Visit doihaveprediabetes.org today. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. All right. 
Welcome back to the Green Zone podcast. Carson, Carson Schimmel, we brought you in here to discuss a little bit about girls tennis as you are the beat reporter. Carson, hello. Uh, Yeah, it's been going pretty well this year so far. Yeah, and then what do you think the most exciting match of the season has been thus far for the girls tennis team? Uh, I would say it's definitely last Friday, the game against GBS was just a really great game. It had a lot of implications on the conference standings, and it was super exciting because one of the matches between um, our doubles team of Camille and Julie went really long and was a big tiebreaker to really determine the match, and it was everyone was watching. It was just a super exciting sight. That's awesome. What are some of the upcoming matches for this team? Uh, so tonight on uh, Friday... They play against Stevenson away, and then next week they play against Lake Forest at home on Tuesday. So the conference standings are still close, and obviously we want to improve the record as the season goes on. So these matches are some of the last ones before the playoffs, and they'll be pretty important to the final record in the playoffs. Good to hear that, Carson. Who are some players on this team that have been having a strong season? Uh, I would say Rina, our, uh, one of our singles players, has had a great season so far. I actually was able to ask her how she's been doing, and she said last Friday against GBS that she's only lost about two matches so far this year. So that's really impressive to hear. And then also Camille and Julie in the doubles, and doubles uh, one, were have been doing great this season too, and they really just haven't been able to been, uh, to be stopped so far. Well, that sounds good. Where has where does this team place in conference so far? Um, so there's actually a really close battle between four teams between Deerfield, New Trier, GBN, and GBS. So the win last Friday was obviously super important. But for the rest of the for the uh, other three teams for New, uh, Deerfield, New Trier, and GBN, it's really going to come down to the wire to these last few games, and we'll be able to see in about a week, who's going to finish at the top. All right, Carson, really good to get a great insight about GBN Girls Tennis. We will be right back shortly after another promo. Carson, thank you for joining us. Get it, slip it, cuff it, check. Talk to doctor I get it, slip it, cuff it, check it twice a day. I get it, slip it, cuff it, check it in the morning and before dinner. I get it, slip it, cuff it, check it, and share it with my doctor. Nearly one in two U.S. adults have high blood pressure. That's why it's important to self-monitor your blood pressure in four easy-to-remember steps. It starts with a monitor. Now that I know my blood pressure numbers, I talked with my doctor. We're getting those numbers down. Get it slipping, cough the chat. Talk to doctor now and share. Be next to talk to your doctor about your blood pressure numbers. Get down with your blood pressure. Self-monitoring is power. Learn more at manageyourbp.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Heart Association, and the American Medical Association. In partnership with the Office of Minority Health and Health Resources and Services Administration. Welcome back to the Green Zone podcast. with, And we welcome Eli Middleman, our girls and boys cross-country beat reporter. Welcome, Eli. Hey, Ryan. Thanks for having me. So let's just ask you a few questions here. How did the quad meet at Deerfield on Tuesday go for the boys? Yeah, so the boys had their final quad meet of the season on Tuesday. 
Um, for the varsity runners, they were actually doing some interval practice because this season quads no longer count to sectional placement. It's just a conference meet. So they did some interval practice. John Erke actually had a really, really nice performance. He was towards around for most of the run to- with about the third pack of runners around 15th place. But at the end of the race, he really had a really strong kick starting with about just under a mile to go and ended up finishing in second place, running a time of 15 minutes and 58.5 seconds. And then a lot of other varsity guys really impressed. You know, Hayato Majoros ran just under 17, Matthew Rubin, Tucker Roth, Naoto Majoros ran the varsity race. He's a freshman. So it was just a really nice performance um, and a good practice heading into their meet this this weekend in Peoria. So they have a big weekend coming up. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so they actually have two meets. I'll start about what I was just talking about. They have the classic, uh, it's the 68th annual meet uh, for cross country in Peoria. It happens every year at the end of September. And it's a really big meet. Uh, varsity teams from all around the state come and go to that uh, um, Peoria meet. So for the Spartans, they are bringing their top seven guys to this meet tomorrow. It's going to be John Erke, Hayato Majoros, Tucker Roth, Matthew Rubin, Cormac Booty, Naoto Majoros, and Joseph Considine. So it's going to be a really good experience for the guys. It does uh, count in rankings, so it's going to be big and uh, their final meet before conference. And then meanwhile, they also have the invite at Niles West, which is for all runners other than those seven guys. It is the classic Pat Savage invite, a huge meet at Niles West. So that will be big for the boys. This is their last meet before that conference meet in two weeks from tomorrow on October 14th at Vernon Hills. All right, thank you for giving us that update on boys cross country. I'm going to shift the focus a little bit here to girls cross country. First question I've got for you here is, how has star runner Maria Polyakov been doing? Yeah, so Maria's been exceptional this year. I mean, you know, going into the season, no Juliet Frum, who was their star runner. Maria had been the, the number two for two years. And now this season, she is their top runner, and she has been incredible she is now on a streak. She has won three uh, meets in a row. Obviously, tomorrow at Peoria, that's going to be a lot harder, but she's won two invites as well as a quad meet. She's been posting season bests and just really impressing. Uh, most recently, last week at a 5K meet on Saturday in tough conditions, she won the, uh, the McNider Invitational Race running in 1849.9 second 5K, and, you know, she's just been doing really well. Before that, at uh, the Bill Dawson invite on uh, the Saturday before that, she won that three-mile race running an impressive time of 17.44.7. And she's looking to, by the time conference comes around, you know, break break her personal PR of 17.20, and we'll see if she's able to do that. All right, another last question I actually got for you here. This year, there have been a lot of younger runners on this varsity team. Who are some runners that have stepped up for them? Yeah, so of that last race on Saturday at um, in Schaumburg, none of the seven varsity runners were seniors. It was all juniors and then underclassmen. I mean, the the number two runner the Spartans have had for them has been Nicole Golibiowski. Uh, she ran a 1945.6 PR on that uh, invite two weeks ago. She's been really good uh, as a sophomore. It's really impressive. But, you know, something that's really interesting is – their third runner right now, who's been improving a ton this season, keeps PRing every race. It's freshman Peyton Walker. Um, you know, she coming into the season, they knew was the Spartans knew it was going to be a young team, but she's been doing really well. There's also been other runners, you know, 
junior Abby Strongen, another freshman Rosie Ree, Vivian Chen. So there's been a lot of great runners for the Spartans, young runners that have helped step up for this young team, and the Spartans it's going to look good for them in the next couple of years as most uh, all these runners will be returning. All right. Thank you, Eli, for giving us a little bit of an insight on GBN Cross Country. Stick with us after this next break as we still will feature the Eye on the Spartan schedule and the Green Stars at Green Star athletes of each GBN team this week. Thank you again to Eli for joining us. We will be right back. High school sports don't just happen. There's a ton of work that goes into every single athletic event. And we have our school's athletic director to thank for a lot of it. Thank you. For scheduling officials so I can always play the game I love. For ordering quality athletic equipment so I can stay safe on the field. For mentoring my coaches so they can be the best role models for me. For coordinating transportation so I can get focused for the big game. For helping us develop character and learn lessons that will benefit us for the rest of our lives. Thank you to our AD for always creating a positive experience for us. We'll never forget it. From all of us at the NIAAA, thank you to every athletic administrator in Illinois for all you do to enrich the lives of your students. It does not go unnoticed. This message presented by the NIAAA, the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association, Hello and welcome back to the Green Zone Podcast. It's time to take a look at the eye on a Spartan schedule and some big games to highlight. It starts with tonight's soccer match where the boys will travel to Warren as they will face the Blue Devils in a pivotal non-conference matchup. Along with that, the football team is hosting Maine South tonight in their annual GBN Ghost Pink Game tonight at 7 p.m. In terms of other sports to check out, the volleyball team will host New Trier on Monday as they aim to get their conference record back to 500. Looking into the end of next week, the girls' swimming and diving team will host Glenbrook South on Friday at 5 p.m., and girls' tennis will be participating in the CSL Invitational at GBS on Friday as well. Moving from the schedules to our Green Star athletes for each of the fall sports this week, this is determined by each of our beat reporters. Boys' soccer goes to Ian Lee. Girls' volleyball goes to Olivia Stuchelik. Football goes to Jack Philbin. Girls' tennis goes to Rena Matsunaga. Cross country goes to John Erke. Girls golf goes to Alexis Myers. Boys golf goes to Asher Moon. And girls swim and dive goes to Rachel Krausstoff. Thank you for that, Ryan. And that's all the time we have on this week's Inside GBN Athletics Green Zone podcast. Thanks to all of our GBN TV sports reporters for their help. Next week, this show will be hosted by Matteo Gachalian and Alex Ferentz, our football and soccer beat reporters, and they will cover boys and girls golf along with football and soccer. Remember to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating. Thanks to Ryan Elliott for hosting with me, and we will see you next time on The Green Zone.